0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host,
1: Chris Goforth.
0: Mox on the Mic is brought to you by Smart Bank. We're going to talk some more hoops this week. Men's basketball coach Lamont Paris and senior standout David Jean Baptiste. Will be our guest. The Mox will open up the season at home against Bellerman, a team in the Atlantic Sun playing in their first year of Division I. That game will be in the arena, so head over to GoMox.com for complete details and a lot more. Here's our conversation with Chattanooga head basketball coach Lamont Paris. So, how much trouble was it trying to schedule during a pandemic?
2: Um, you know, it was a lot going on. It was so the scheduling, the rules by which we were playing kept changing. The start date changed. Um, and then there were just a lot of questions that were out there when it came to scheduling Were some schools, uh, you know, we were waiting on the start date. And then were there going to be any other, uh, 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 any additions that they were going to make to those rules, uh, aside from the start date, were leagues playing only, in conference basketball games, were were the contracts going to be uh, the, the the contracts that you had for any other games? Were those uh, uh, going to be validated or um, uh, basically defunct? Who knows? So there was just there was a lot going on. Um, then when you factored in stuff like uh, budgets and how those were impacted relative to COVID you had things to try to consider with testing uh, protocols and rules that you were going to have in your state versus another state, you know, did it make sense? There were some, some schools that we had contacted that said, Hey, anybody that comes in from, from your state or from another state has to quarantine for 14 days before we can play. So that uh, those games obviously weren't realistic. It just was a lot of, there were a lot of things going on that you had to try to take into account when it was, when you were trying to schedule. Do you
0: look at this schedule now as being set and, and completed or is it still the possibility of a, especially with a non-conference game where maybe somebody can't play and, and you try to find somebody and add somebody to the schedule later? Is that, is that a possibility? Yeah, I
2: I think I think everyone I think if you're not operating uh, under the policy of maximum flexibility this year, then you're making a huge mistake. So our schedule is done in in air quotes. um, But that's not to say that that's a schedule that we're going to play. Who knows? I mean, anything could happen. Uh, You know, I've still heard talk about some of the power conferences going to conference only. How does that impact any of the teams that we play? Um, and and you know, if if we're going to be in some of these rules with the with with COVID and precautions that we're taking, if you get a case of COVID, is the whole team going to be shut down for 14 days? Is there something in between? Is it only going to be just the one player? Um, so there are a lot of things that you have to take into account. And I, like I said, I think. We're just going to be in a, a state of maximum flexibility, and you know, not taking into thing into consideration things like you normally would, such as you know who is this team, uh, what quality opponent are they, how good are they even? You know, that's always a thing when we start playing. You're looking at the net or the RPI of that team and where they're projected. Who do they have back? you, you don't you can't even do that quite as much as what you would like to. Typically, it's more about Can we play this game? Uh, Does it work logistically? And are we both willing? And do we have a couple of dates that might work? So those are the factors that you're relying on more than the normal things. Typically, by this point, in a normal year, you've
0: had at least one of those closed-door scrimmages where you bring an opponent in or you guys travel somewhere and you go play somebody behind closed doors and and maybe you play, you know, um, a game and a half or something like that to, to kind of feel your guys out with, with real officials. You're not able to do that this year. Do you feel like going into this year, there's a lot
2: more unknowns than in years past? Um. Yeah, a lot more you know the funny thing is, though, when I was in college, October 15th was the first day of practice. This year was the 14th, and it just was always October 15th. And then you geared up and you did your thing and you played. So we were used to cramming a little bit more into a smaller window, and now you've gotten so used to having uh, so much uh, uh, more time that you've 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 changed your normal uh, practices. And your practice planning based on that, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's a lot different. I think you're gonna there, there are going to be some more unknowns as you go into it. But I'll be 100% honest with you, having the luxury of of worrying about that. I, my attitude is a little bit different, you know, maybe the most. I'm a I'm a competitor. I want to win. There's no doubt. But uh, more so than anything. I want to provide an environment where these guys can play, and I think it's uh, really important for their mental health and just what all the stuff that they've gone through. So I'm going to – we've made a lot of concessions that don't help us basketball-wise, but help ensure that we're healthy and that we're safe and that our chances of playing are going – be higher i think that's so much more important than all or we just have we've prioritized things a little bit different and i just some we'll be excited about the day we get to go play against somebody else
0: you you open up the season against bellarmine i hope i'm saying that right it's their first year in division one they're going to be in the atlantic sun a little bit about this matchup between you guys how did this series come about
2: um i don't yeah. know Tanner Bronson is, does uh, uh, a lot of our scheduling and we needed a game. Uh, we needed a couple. It's just the, the whole scheduling process is just, a, it's just a crazy process. Everyone's is different. There's a, there's a it's, it seems like uh, each year there's, there's more and more deception that's involved and it's just a crazy process. But they had a game that was available we did too some stuff happened the original start date for the season was November 10th it got pushed back to November 25th so we had two weeks worth of games that we weren't going to be able to play including we had originally contracted a game with with Iowa who's in the top 10 anyway preseason Um, but then since we had that game with Bellarmine we had talked about doing a home and home in the same season it ended up that we weren't going to do that based on some other games that we were able uh, to, to secure, and then all this happened. Rules changed, start date changed, and then they needed another game. We need another game. We said, heck, let's just play twice in the same season, You know, pretty close to each other. It buys you a little flexibility, too, in that you know, maybe if that first game or the second game couldn't take place, you could try to do both of them. And we, we even talked about that and tossed that around. We talked about uh, uh, with some flexibility playing back-to-back. Now, we decided against that, but we even talked about uh, playing Bellarmine on the first date twice back-to-back and on two consecutive days, and then if that date ended up being canceled for whatever reason, we could try to do the same thing on the second time that we played them. And I know there are a lot of conferences that are talking about that kind of uh, scheduling model for their in, in-conference games, even.
0: You got a couple of Tennessee teams on the schedule. Tennessee Tech, MTSU, Tennessee State. I like this. I like this schedule. Uh, it, one, it's easy travel, and and these schools all have uh, a nice alumni base that when you play them at home, they get a chance to, you know, their alumni that are local get a chance to come out. It usually turns into a pretty good crowd. But talk a little bit about uh, about facing those teams in the non-conference portion.
2: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think when you play in-state games is always a good positive thing. I think, um, uh, not only just for your fan bases, just, just for the state, uh, in general, I think in, in, in the sport of basketball, it's, it's always good when you can have in-state games and try to build, uh, or rekindle, uh, any rivalries that might be there. And so, uh, but there, there are a lot of reasons, like we said before, that make them attractive games just in, in terms of uh the proximity in relation to travel um and it gives us some more flexibility on if any of those we wanted to try to get there and back on the same day who knows how that will work uh it's not your typical just for for those that don't know we usually go to any road game the night before stay over Uh, but now you're talking about aside from uh, uh any budgetary constraints that you might have or or Uh, Not that that would that would limit us, but we could it could help our program by doing that. But also uh, just staying in a hotel uh, one less night in a hotel and exposure to uh, who else might any other patrons of the hotel, hotel workers. Uh, So just with so many unknowns in relation to uh, COVID-19, it might make sense to do that. But those are all also good teams. They'll be good teams with good coaches. And so. We'll be excited about playing those games and and you know those will be teams that will help prepare us for our conference games. Um, they'll be similar to teams at varying levels of of uh, of our conference. So we're looking forward to it and excited about it. And um, just you know just just the concept of playing in general again, I don't want to downplay that. We're really excited about that.
0: Yeah, it feels like forever since you guys were uh, were last on the floor. You start conference play on the thirtieth of December. A little bit about the Southern Conference this year, and and where you see Chattanooga fitting
2: in. Um, you know, it's so hard to say. There's been so the, the 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 league has been really good. If you look at the net or the RPI, as it were, before that. Um, Uh, Or Ken Palm Ratings, which have been around. Just if you look at where our conference uh, has been ranking over the over the last three, four, five years, Mm -hmm. it's uh, uh, you know I think last year we were 13th or 12th, 13th in the net. I think last year, depending on what metric you use. But uh, out of 32 conferences, that's really good. Um, And so the top of our league is always you know we usually have two now nowadays two or three teams in that top. You know, 75 even, top 100 for sure it's been. So the league will be good. It's hard to say and project. Just There are so many teams that have so many different guys, new faces. And, uh, you know, that's where the game of basketball is going, just with so many transfers and guys that are eligible uh, immediately. And so it, it, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I know if you look at a team like a Furman, they have a lot of guys back. They, they have done it a little different and have fewer transfers on their team. Now, they also have probably some restrictions and limitations from, you know, uh, that prevent them from taking some of those guys. But they also may not like to take as many of those guys. And so they don't have as many. So that's a team you probably can project how they're going to be relative to how they were last year and a player maybe that they lost uh, in Lions that so was really good, right? I think across the board, in most of these other cases, it's going to be so many new faces that it's it really is hard to try to project uh, who's going to be where and what they're going to do. I mean, I like all of our new guys. As I'm sure ETSU's got a ton of new guys. I'm sure they like all their new guys too. And so, um, you know, I don't know I don't know how relevant it is to try to project anything. Guys can I like our team? And I've seen what the league has been over the last few years and. And knowing that, I like our team. I think our team can can be significantly better than last year if we if we're able to do a lot of things under normal circumstances, you know. But we also may not. Some the 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 growth and progress of some teams may be hindered more. Some teams may have. I know uh, uh, we have a couple teams in our league that have just come off of 14-day quarantines as a whole team. So you know, what does that do for your team? Uh, you know, so it's just it's hard to project. I just don't. Think there are quite as many people that are that are thinking as much about that as what we normally would.
0: You lose two double-digit scores from a year ago. How do you make up for that production?
2: Um. Well, you recruit some other guys that have done some things, and uh, then you have some other guys that have been in your program that have opportunity, you know. And then some of them are guys, you know. We have Malachi Smith for us was a guy that's proven. He's an accomplished college basketball player and has had some success. He's on the uh, all-freshman team, rookie team, whatever they call it in the Horizon League. And uh, so he'll play a big role for us. We've got some guys that have been around, uh, and and, uh, David, Jean Baptiste, and uh, a lot of role-changing, and a bunch of new guys, too, some veterans that have come in. you know, you do it by committee to make a, the to, to long and short of it is you do it by committee. You got some other guys. We got, we got, there were days last year we thought Malachi was our best player uh, in, the, in the program. And, uh, you know, it's easier to look like, look like that when you're in a sit-out year. And the only thing that you're taking, getting uh, uh, noted, noted, people are taking notice of is when you do something really good. And so you always feel like you're doing something really good, which he was, and he was a really good player. So how does that translate into games? We'll see. Uh, I like our, I like our group of guys. It's just, it's hard to say who's going to do what, but we got a lot of people that are capable, you know, Steph, Steph Kanich, uh was a really effective offensive player last year. He's going to play significantly more minutes this year. And so we, we got a lot of, a lot of potential guys to, to do it. We'll do it by committee. I don't think I'll rely on one guy to go out and score 20 a game. We'll do it by committee, but uh, we got a lot of, a lot of suspects, usual suspects that might be able to go out there and, and um, have the ability to, to, to get some stuff done offensively for us.
0: What have you seen from Trey Dooms so far this fall? Do you feel like he's a guy that's ready to take that next step?
2: Yeah, he's another guy that's been in the program. He came on strong at the end of the last year, and, and so um, he's he's making strides, and, and he's got tremendous potential and upside and and so, uh, a lot of it will be when he gets in games. He's going to have more opportunity this year. And so, some, sometimes that's a big part of it for some guys. Uh, sometimes guys will put more pressure on themselves. Some guys just won't feel as comfortable, uh, not knowing what their minutes are going to be like on a on a game to game basis. Uh, he's going to have more opportunity uh, this year, and and I think he'll settle into that and be ready. He had some really, he had some really good games for us. He was really active. He's a tremendous athlete. Uh, he's got a knack for finishing around the basket and getting downhill He's done a good job with that. So he's one of those guys. There, there are a lot of guys. So I really didn't go into saying a lot of individuals. We got a lot of guys that, that have the uh, potential to, to be a guy that when we look back and you say, wow, this guy had a really, really good year offensively. I want to ask you about
0: David Jean Baptiste. You mentioned David Jean a minute ago, and and he's going to be one of only two seniors um, that you have this year. What what are you asking of him this year as a senior and a guy that's played a? I mean, let's face it; he's played a lot of minutes the last three years.
2: Played a lot of minutes, and and uh, there's no substitute for that. He's had he'll be relaxed in in situations. Uh, you know he's he's earned the right. For us to uh, uh, to put a lot of faith in what he's going to do for us, and a lot of responsibility on the offensive end, on both ends of the ball, really for that matter. But uh, he'll be he'll be playing on the ball, he'll be playing off the ball at times. Uh, he's he's shown himself; he's really developed into a guy that can make some plays and create for for other guys at the at the point guard spot too. So uh, he'll have a lot of responsibility just in terms of having been around and. Uh, been in a lot of situations, but we'll need him to score. We'll need him to make shots. we'll need him to defend at a high level. He'll have to do a lot. but it'll be a great story when it's all said and done uh, uh, for Dave and um, he's in a really good spot right now he's shooting shooting the heck out of the ball right now and I'm really excited for him and uh, for this opportunity for him to to be in familiar surroundings. You know we're in a time where people leave when they have an opportunity to go play at the highest level, which which Dave certainly uh, is good enough and capable to do that. And uh, and and he wanted to come back here and, you know, he came to me and told me, coach said, hey, everybody's got a different path. and This was mine. So really, really proud of him, excited for him more than anything, just to see what he's going to do this year. But he's going to have a, a tremendous amount of opportunity and, and he knows my faith and belief in him. Uh, can't get any higher.
0: Coach, man, I want to get you back on, and and I want to go through – I want to talk about all these new guys uh, on the roster at some point in time. So yeah, yeah we are have a lot of them. Yeah, we do, and uh, I want to have you back on to talk about those uh, in the future. But uh, appreciate the time today, and we'll catch up with you again soon.
2: Well, let's do it. You pencil me in, and we can make it happen for sure. All right, man. Thank appreciate you. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks to Coach Paris for uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes this week as the mocks begin to prepare for the start of the season. Up next, we're going to visit with David Gene Baptiste. The Chattanooga senior is back for his fifth year as a Chattanooga mock. We can tell you that the beard is epic and so is the jumper. Here's our chat with DJB. So David tell us what have you been up to since the last time we saw you back since the season ended. I know it feels like it's been forever since you guys have been on the floor as as a team uh in real competition but what was the what was the summer like for David Jean Baptiste?
1: Man, the summer and summer was all it was, it was all it was all a great time, you know, with, you know during the for the pandemic, you know. It was a weird time, but definitely a time that I'll say I needed for me as from a coming from a personal aspect as far as like time, you know, time off or time to sit back, you know, enjoy with family, you know, enjoy back home. I went home back to Miami, which I rarely get to do. So that it, it was a time for me to like, you know, to really appreciate, you know, with everything going on to really appreciate, you know, the family time, the downtime. So just like just a blessing in disguise, I'll say. For the most part, the summer was just just how you know where we was going. So it was it, but everything was pretty good. Everything, everything went well.
0: How much basketball were you able to to get in? Were you able to work out?
1: Um, that, that, was, that, that was the toughest part. That was the toughest part. When I know when I went home for a few days, or for really for a few weeks, maybe one or two, you know, gym sessions we had. Like a couple guys from back back in their own colleges. And everybody came down back home. And we got to play. So the gym time it wasn't how I one day, but you know I still got to get in there. And, you know, still have fun with the guys.
0: Well. For anybody wondering, the, the beard is in full effect now. I mean the, the, the beard looks it looks fantastic. So i I gotta know now, that. is there a special oils or or something you use to, <laughs> to get that? I mean, I mean, how does one achieve that level of uh of greatness when it comes to the beard?
1: Oh man, well I just say a lot of water and a lot of shade moisture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, drinking a lot of – look, actually got it right here, just a lot of water, just a lot of water.
0: So, I, I got to know, and we – you know, Coach uh, Coach Paris mentioned this when we talked with him just a minute ago in the fact that in this day and age of college basketball, a lot of guys don't stay for four years. A lot of guys are, are gone at, at the first opportunity. You've seen it with a handful of your teammates here, either those coming in or those going out. You, you've kind of seen – you've seen both sides of it. So I know there's been opportunities for you if you wanted opportunities. Why is David Jean Baptiste still a Chattanooga mock?
1: That's a, that's a question I get almost every day. (laughs) So for me, you know, I always believed in everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own path. And I think I know, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in God and I I believe God, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, why you know why is David Jean Baptiste in Chattanooga? I, I'm here for a reason. You know, I'm here to, you know, whatever that that may be. You know, I'm here you know to make my impact strong and just you know, you know, and just be here and live through him. And I feel like I, don't know, I always felt like you know, just everyone. I get that question asked a lot. It's always like my answer is always, you know, I'm just I'm just making the most of what I have. You know, just 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 coming from you know coming from where I came from. You know, just my mom and sisters growing up, and it was just i'm just trying to make it out for them do what i can for them so it's like and if if I, if i'm in chattanooga by doing that then I, i'll do it so it's just yeah and i'm never like and i always believe in like another one thing i always think about is if it's not going right now that doesn't mean you know that doesn't mean it won't go right forever you know the storm like storm stormy weather doesn't last forever so if i'm having a bad if i'm having a bad day bad few weeks i can't be like oh well or let's say even coach puts me in a doghouse i'm having a bad few games then oh I can't you know I can't get upset or I can't be like well now I gotta leave or now let me change you know let me change you know I, let me change my whole location it's always for me it's always been like a deeper deeper purpose for me like hey you know Dave like you have to go through this to in order to get where you want to go so it's it's for me it's always been a, a stay with it like trust the process kind of thing
0: so how has practice been since you guys have been able to get back in town and, and get back on the floor together
1: oh man practice has been great man practice has been loving it you know going to battle with the guys just. Competing every day, just been just been loving it, man. The team, the team's fun. Everybody getting to know each other. It's it's been great, man. It's been real fun to get back. Out a
0: lot of here. new guys on this team. Um, give me give me a little inside scoop. Who's stood out the most to you in the early going? Who's been most impressive?
1: Oh, early going. As far as the new yeah. guys, well, yeah. Oh man, it's been oh, it's, it's been quite a few. I say, Malachi. What? Would Malachi be technically new? But he didn't play last year. Yeah, we'll, he, he we'll, we'll count be, him yeah. as new.
0: We'll count him as new.
1: Yeah, and Malachi and Darius, though, those two guys, they've been those two guys really been really been pressing the ongoing. Just just how they work and how like day in and day out, and you know, they added it. Jo- Josh is another one. Josh, Josh is another one. Josh been great. Josh been great. And me and Josh, we actually been beginning know each other really well off the court as well. So he's a great guy. His work ethic is bar none. Like he works super hard. So. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to play play with them guys, man. It's been fun in practice, and I know it's gonna be even better once the games start coming in.
0: Tell me a little bit about your role on this team, and and I don't necessarily, you know, we we know what David Jean Baptiste can do shooting the basketball, but tell me about your role on this team, being one of only two seniors, and kind of that leadership role. What are you looking to accomplish? What what are you trying to do this year to bring these guys along to get ready for November the 25th?
1: Definitely, man. It's been it's been, it's been an experience, man. It's been great, you know, for me. For me, I have to um, just trying to be just trying to be the guy that that keeps everyone together when things go wrong, you know, just just keeping them hey, like, okay, we may have maybe a few a few things may go wrong in practice or you know, even the team I'm in, like let's say blue versus white, the team I'm on, you know, we, we may be we may be down, losing a few jurors but just being that guy like, hey, you know, hey, we've we been through this before, like, you know, we, we got like we got this. You know, just um just trying to be um experienced leaders knowing I've been through this before. So just trying to keep the guys together and then just keeping them but keeping them without panic, you know, playing like playing without hitting a panic button, just playing playing calm, playing collected. So and then that's what I wanna to bring to a really team that hasn't been I mean, you know, we're we relatively a new team with all the new players that we have. So just keeping the guys – keeping the guys back like together, keep, keeping them off the panic button as much as I can.
0: Yeah, because you're a guy – I mean, literally, I, I don't – there's there's probably nothing left in a game that you haven't seen yet in the, the amount of minutes that you've
1: played man. over the <laughs> last <few> years. <laughs> man, it's been so much, man, man. But it's all been a learning experience. It's all been great. and I think, And I think that's something I could bring to the table. That goes back to your last question – this experience, just seeing it, just seeing it all, just saying, Hey, we may be down, we may be down 10, 15 at the half, but I've seen this before. I've seen it happen. I've seen it get done by me and, I, and, I, and I've done it to others. So it's, it's, it's possible just, so just be, being around it, just being, you know, playing through experience and just knowing, Hey, these things can happen. So and it's, it's all right. It's all right.
0: So now let's talk a little bit about you on the floor. How has your role changed? Um heck, not even just from last year. Let's go back to when you were a freshman until now. How is your role <laughs> on this basketball team on the floor? How has that changed?
1: Man, it's to think, man, each and each I, 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 well first I want to thank I wanna thank coach. You know, I want to thank Coach for believing in me, you know, throughout the you know, throughout this time. Like, who who would have thought, you know, four five almost five years ago that, you know, I would be here and I in my position, in the in the status of where I'll where where be playing. So it was just, I don't know, it's just been, man, it's, it's been crazy. It's been crazy to see, crazy to believe. Oh, God, thanks to God at first, just, man, the road it, it has changed so much that now it's like, now coach, he he's given me, to think that he's given me the opportunity to, hey, the ball will be in your hands, you know, the ball, like, you know, you have the opportunity to make plays and to make things happen for this team. And he and for him to believe to believe and trust in me like that, but, and like, you know, since I, you know, when I first got here, having to sit out, having a red shirt, just things that adversity after adversity, one year not being, I can't like being like the, the third string point guard, you know, one year. So it's just, just seeing how everything just, and it goes back to staying with the process, staying with that process, I've been saying. So it, it just comes back to show like, man, just, and just stay with it, just believe, like, just trust it. So it's been It's been it's been crazy to see all that happen, man. It's been crazy to see all that happen.
0: And in the process, you've kind of become one of the, I think one of the fan favorites. I I, I'm not sure if it's the smile or the beard or the three pointers, but I
1: mean, can you sense that
0: though? Like, I mean, every time you make a shot, there's there, it's it's a little something extra you hear from the fans. Oh
1: man, that's been great, man. I love the fan. I love our fans here in Chattanooga, man. The people are great. The fans are amazing. That's Man, that's it and well I mean it's, that's love that's all I love that's I appreciate them so much man it's just and I, I just hope they see that you know they see that the day that that goes out there you know every game and just give it his all and then I, you know that's that's all I try to do and and you know they they love me for it so I I love it
0: we've seen you get the hot hand in, in your ability to shoot when you get in that that zone, that feeling, do you know it early? Like, do you sense it in pregame? Like, this is I'm going to have a good night, or is it something that just kind of develops over the course of the game?
1: Oh, I think it's definitely something that develops. Yeah, I think it's something that develops because I could say it's been a few times. It's been a few times where I've, um, the South, um, what game with South Alabama? The South Alabama game, for example, it was just a day like. You know, regular routine, warm up, you know, warm up hard, get a sweater. And, like, as the flow of the game, you kind of, okay, the first shot, okay, floater, floater went in. So, you start to, okay, lay up, hit free throws. It builds up. It builds up. With me, and great defense go all, all, uh, as well. I, I was like, that's one thing I, I have noticed about myself with, with my defense. Like, if I have a great defensive game, boxing out, staying in front of my defense, staying in front of my um, the offensive player, then it's like, okay, well, I'm doing my job now. I, could, I I like it's like a sense of freedom now. After okay, my job is going yeah, my job is going right. Now I get to, I play get to play more loose. So that's one thing I do tend to notice about myself. How excited are you to get this season started? Two hundred percent excited, man. just excited, man. It's been it's been a long time coming. I know the guys are excited. You know, we, the news came out. We get our season, so it's it's gonna be great. man. It's gonna be fun. I like, I can't wait, man. Can't wait to hear the fans, and. Arena, can't
0: wait. Man, we can't wait to see you again. Look forward to seeing the beard in person soon. So uh <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, man. Well, take care, stay safe, and uh we'll see you November twenty-fifth.
1: Appreciate that. See you, thank you.
0: Well, it's hard not to root for David Jean Baptiste and looking forward to seeing him and the rest of his mox teammates on the floor November twenty-fifth inside the McKenzie Arena. It feels like it has been forever. Since we had Mox basketball, that's going to do it for us here on Mox on the Mic, presented by Smart Bank. Thanks to Coach Paris and to David Jean Baptiste, and thanks to you for being with us this week. For our producer Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mox! Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe,
1: and review, and we'll see you again soon.